I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. You know who invented stand-up comedy? Who was the first stand-up comedian? Who was the first person to do it? It was a guy called Charlie Case, an African-American vaudeville performer. And it was, I think, in the 1880s or 1890s that Case got on stage in New York's vaudeville theaters and did something no one ever had done. You know, stand-up comedy. He performed comic monologues without props or costuming. Welcome to Smarter with Sid. And this episode, we are going to look at stand-up comedy and what we can learn from stand-up comedians and how we can actually use it in our day-to-day lives. Very recently, I met a student of mine who actually quit his corporate job. I met him on Instagram Live, Chirag Panjwani, Take a Bow. And um, he talked me through the fact that he is now a full-time stand-up comedian doing stuff which he also promotes on YouTube. To check his stuff out, it's quite good. But besides being a walking, talking advert for his stand-up skills, I also wanted to learn from him about the stand-up uh, comedic process. So do take a look at that uh, video if you want to actually understand the stand-up comedic process on Instagram. It's uh, worth watching how a comedian's mind works. But as I, you know, kind of uh, discussed stuff with him and learned a lot from him, I uh, uh, basically thought of two things or two or three things and they really stood out for me. And I thought that these things are going to be useful for us no matter who we are at the work that we do and, uh, you know, the kind of uh, stuff that we actually have as interactions with fellow human beings. Because stand-up comedians are amazing at interacting with fellow human beings. And stand-up comedians are amazing with their sense of timing. So, I was just wondering, uh, you know, what can we learn? So, let's just kind of break it down a little. You know, what I was really impressed to learn is that what looks impromptu from a stand-up comedian, you know, that off-the-cuff remark that a stand-up comedian makes uh, that just, uh, you know, draws fantastic laughter from the crowd. It just comes across as so completely off the cuff and unprepared. Is actually very well prepared for. Because what the stand-up comedian is doing is that he is expecting a crowd reaction to his or her work and uh, expecting, you know, what kind of responses will you get out of a joke. And basing on those assumptions, what he's doing is that he's crafting some seemingly off-the-cuff remark that comes across as off-the-cuff, but actually is very well rehearsed. So he's probably got three or four exit routes, three or four plans for remarks that can come from the audience, uh, which comes across as, wow, what an amazing witty guy. And he is, of course he is, but he's also thought it through. So that's a pretty amazing thing that I learned. And I thought, well, can I apply this? And a lot of times, I've seen too many people rush into presentation making, especially if you're an agency pitching to a client or if you're, you know, making an internal presentation. When you don't really anticipate more than one question coming in at a particular time when you think that question is going to come. So you are not only looking at, uh, you know, your presentation, what you're trying to say and take questions as they come, but you're also preparing for it. Now, I know a lot of people do the preparation, but they're not doing the preparation with an uh, 
with a mind to not just wow people with their response, but also the way in which they'll respond it. Right? So the way in which they respond is completely based on the second thing that I observed, which is that of timing. What stand-up comedians do really, really well is that they time their material well. I mean, all of us know jokes, right? All of us say jokes and it just sounds like normal and you're like, what? These guys get paid for these jokes? But to be honest, it is not just about the content of the joke, but the way in which the joke is delivered, the subtle pauses, the you know deep breaths, the speed at which you're delivering the joke. And that totally depends upon how you're anticipating the audience to listen to you. Now, that's a very different skill. You're actually imagining when the person is going to listen to you attentively, not so attentively, maybe completely not at all. And you're calibrating the way in which your timing is so that you are going to hold people's attention and make them laugh uh, when you want them to and get them eating from the palm of your hands. So that is the second point, timing, right? First is obviously having exit routes. The second is timing. So in essence, what the stand-up comedian is doing is that he's not only developing the content, but he's also developing the way in which the content is going to be delivered. And therein lies the rub. Because a lot of professors, a lot of uh, presentation makers, a lot of consultants are always focused on the content rather than the way in which they'll deliver it. And some people are just all, you know, the way in which they present is very important, but content is missing. And obviously, those guys should focus on content. But perhaps it's great to do a, an internal check and figure out where you are, you know, on the on the way in which you deliver content, are you better? Or in the content itself, are you better? Another thing that I realized a stand-up comedian does is that he takes a big, big risk of doing a stand-up comedy show, but he breaks it down into smaller risks. So he breaks it down into smaller risks and tries those jokes out in, let's say, 10-minute sets or something that he keeps traveling. So what he's doing is that he's trying out his material every single day consistently. Which means, you know, you can always praise the hard work that a comedian is doing, but actually it's more brilliant than just hard work. What the comedian is doing is that he's getting instant feedback on the jokes that he's cracking, but he's de-risking it as well because he's making smaller sets of 10 minutes and the jokes that work, he will stitch them up together to make a bigger show. The jokes that don't work, he will polish, try again, polish, try once more, either chuck them or have a pivoted wonderful joke at the end of it. But the brilliance of it is not just the hard work and not what people say, oh, you're trying out your material you know, for the first time in front of a crowd, how brave of you. Actually, it's a very intelligent way of de-risking. One more point that really comes through with stand-up comedians is that they know that their body language also communicates. And they are literally trying to keep themselves as relaxed and chill as possible before they enter uh, the arena. So there are a lot of people who have a quick smoke. Now I'm not advocating that, but they are doing anything and everything that relaxes them just before they get into it. Now, the reason why they do that is because they know that their body language has to come across as really chilled and relaxed because that's what they are trying to communicate to the 
audience subconsciously. Now, how many of us do that? I literally tried doing that the very first time I started teaching, which was about 20, 25 years back. And I realized that that is very good because you're communicating a sense of relaxed, uh, you know, uh, but confident vibes to whatever class you're teaching. And that becomes extremely important when you're entering into a class because you want your audience to go into the same, you know, uh, mind frame. And I think it's not just about teaching. You can, you know, use it for any presenter who's making a presentation. Your body language is extremely crucial. So preparing for that body language also becomes of utmost importance. So there you have it. So many lessons from stand-up comedy which we can actually use for the rest of our lives. The way in which we interact at parties, for example, or the way in which we interact at work, or the way in which we develop, uh, you know, any, any new material, or the way in which we actually practice the art of listening, the practice the art of timing, so many different things to learn. And I'm not saying make jokes, people. So what you learn from stand-up comedians is not how to make jokes. For what you learn from stand-up comedians is the more subtle a way in which you can actually tell a story and hold an audience and be the master of their attention. I hope you like this episode of Smarter with Sid. Idea is to look everywhere in the world with curious eyes and see where you can become 1% smarter and find, uh, you know, your way of dealing with it and applying it in your own lives. And if you like crazy stuff like this that I'm sharing with you on this podcast, do follow me. I'm the traveling professor on LinkedIn and on Instagram. And if you like stuff like this, guys, check out all that IVM's got out for you. You'll love all of that. Bye.